This is Unclaimed Bands, show 205. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight I'm talking with Psyka, or more specifically, the singer from Psyka. Uh, welcome. Hi, Sean. So could, could you introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do in the band? Yeah, sure. My name is Jessica, and I am the lead vocalist in the band. I also play a bit of guitar and piano. Okay, nice, nice. Well, I want to thank you for taking time to do the interview here. Uh, before we jump into everything, why don't we let people have a taste of your music? Uh, what would you like us to play for them? Sure. Um, how about Shock Me? All right. This is Shock Me.
right, that would shock me. Hey, Jessica, tell me something about that song. Or tell me a couple things about that song, whichever you wish. Well, man, so Shock Me and the entire Stay Wild EP were written um, really old school. We had, like, the wonderful opportunity to to write and record everything in a serious studio at the Manhattan Center um, in the, what was called the Log Cabin Studios. Um, so it was all like, it was all very natural and very organic the way that it came about. Um, and it was also, it also came from a place of us really wanting to make a record that we really wanted to listen to, something that we, we really wanted to hear and something that we could really enjoy. So, um, Shock Me came from a really natural and organic place, which was, which was really such a, such an amazing experience to be able to record and, and write in a setting like that. Okay, so so the whole record uh, just came together as, as one piece. And when you, when you say organic, what what do you what do you what do you mean by organic? Well, um, you know, a lot of people talk about how records are written nowadays, and it was when we write most of our songs, they, it doesn't start off from uh, us being on laptops. It's literally us as a band in a room with our instruments and and writing organically. So my, my point of view on writing is that if it's a good song, it'll sound good. It, it has to sound good when you're sitting down at the piano playing and before you put any sort of production into it. So Shop Me, that, that record came from that place where it was just, it was just us uh, and our producer, Green, in a room, and we wrote that opening riff and it kind of snowballed from there. Okay. Okay. That. All right. I, I. I get what you're saying now, as far as organic. Um. You know. I mean. I've certainly. A lot of people I know who. You know. Someone will write something someplace on their own, and they'll bring it to the band or whatever. But you guys are kind of, kind of really work it out together, thrash everything through. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's 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 good. I think that's that that I personally think that works a lot better. Uh, there's a lot less. Uh, from what I've seen, when people do it that way, a lot less of that whole like. You know, people, maybe somebody in the band feeling like they didn't get their their due on it or their work on it. So that's kind of cool. You guys do it that way. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it does change every time, like, with with this specific song, and depending, you know, who's available that day, and then something, then we write something, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, you guys are that. But, so, I mean, we do, we do have some of that. It's not like a, it's not a perfect world, but, but uh, we try to get the other bands and, make these ideas come together as much as possible with all, with all of us. Well, it's, it certainly sounds to me like you got got a really good approach with it, and that's cool. So how long have you guys been together, anyway? Well, um, this current lineup, we've been together for about a year now, but um, I, uh, back when I was 17, uh, just going on 18, I had this idea of this band, and uh, then when I met Greg, and Greg and I got together, that's when everything really started to pick up. So that was about three years ago. And then since then, we've had a few lineup changes, but now we're really locked in with our lineup. So it's been about a year with the fun. All right, all right. 
Well, that, that was going to be really how I was going to ask how it started, but you kind of answered that one. Um, but let's let's dive a little bit more into you since I have you here. You know, you you mentioned in the in the bio that you know you had a uh, musical theater background along with classical, and uh, that really gave you a lot of discipline. I mean, what kind of things were you doing before, you know, being in this band or getting in? in you know, yeah. Let's start with that one. What, do you, what kind of things were you doing before this? Uh-huh. Well, I I've, I've been a performer my whole life. Um, it was it's such a gift, like when you're really really young, to know exactly what you want to be and what you want to do. Like when I was four years old, five years old, I was singing, like singing, serious, like really really enjoying it. And I was, oh my god, I want to be a singer. So. So he took me to singing classes when I was young. Like I started professional when I was six or seven, and then I started playing piano when I was young. And I did my first musical theater production when I was eight, and uh, it was like it all really came together for me when I was really super young. Like I knew I had to be on stage. I knew I needed to be singing. I needed to be dancing. I needed to be acting. So I, I was in that world. I was in the musical theater world for a while, from when I was about like eight to maybe. 15 or 16 and and then one day I was like man I can't take this world anymore it was like it became just too fake for me like I didn't I didn't I was tired of putting on everybody else's show and I just wanted to put on my own show and it was also something like I was in that world I was shy I was a bit timid and I was a very different person than I am now and uh, they would always, like, put me in the back. And I was like, I, I want to have my own show. So I, I left that world, and I started writing my own music. And when I started writing, it was not at all what it is now. I mean, it was, like, the very first-generation writing Jeff stuff. But, um, but, but just starting there, starting from nothing, um, is what has gotten me to where I am now. So I, I started off, like, very acoustic, very different, and then I started to get more into the rock world. I was like, oh, my gosh, my voice is, like, perfect in this world, and I, just, I loved everything about it. I went to my first show that I went to was a Hillstorm show that, like, totally opened up my eyes to the rock world, which was really cool and totally changed me. Then, um, then the idea of this band happened, and then really like magic it all started to come together but it's, it's been a long journey it definitely has been a long journey well yeah you know i mean i think that uh you know long journeys are fine especially if, if you're progressing and moving on it and certainly sounds like you know you had a, had enough of the one life got everything you could out of that and you moved on to something that obviously you feel more comfortable i mean telling me that you you were a little shy or whatever it's it's hard to believe when i've seen some of the concert video footage that people have posted and and obviously your music videos as well too <laughs> Well, that's, that's where the idea of this band really happened for me because I was so sick of, of being that person, of being shy, of being in the background. And I, I was like, I was like, I have so much more inside of me than just this world. So when I started like going out of the house and fishnets and like four inch heels and like going to rock clubs in New York and stuff, it really changed me. And People in my family and my friends and stuff were like, Jeff, you are, you are going psycho. And so that's where psycho came from because I would, I was just turning into a different person. I really, I was like, I need to make something else happen. 
because that's just that's just how I am. I'm like always driven on working, you know, towards the next thing. How can I evolve this? How can I make this better? So mm-hmm. that that's where that's where psycho. That's where the name psycho came from because mm-hmm. people were like, "You are a psycho." That's certainly the mark of an artist. Then constant change, constant development. So I I, mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing. So. Um, you know, your your first record that you guys released was a full-length record, and then with Stay Wild, it's uh, more of an EP. Uh, was that a decision just to get more material out there, or, uh, you know, I mean, what, why did you why did you go EP after doing a full record? Well, it's actually, it's funny, because the, the full record, quote, unquote, um, was, that was a development period relationship-wise between Greg and I and, and forming this band. So that was initially just um, an EP. It was called the Beautiful Nightmare EP, which it is now, or it's called the Beautiful Nightmare, Nightmare Record. But at the time, it was just a Beautiful Nightmare EP. And then we kept adding songs to it. So it was, it was just like the initial start of, like, let's get material out there and let's put it out in the world and let's, see what we can do with just this. So being that we put that material out there, that was like we recorded that in Greg's basement. Like we spent hours like sitting in front of his computer, you know, working on this, working on this music. But the only reason why the Stay Wild EP happened was because we were putting in that kind of work with the Beautiful Nightmare um, record. Mm-hmm. And uh people started to see what was happening with us from the Beautiful Nightmare record. And um, from that came the us signing with the Manhattan Center and working in that studio and finding a producer. So it was all that. The Beautiful Nightmare record was more of just like, let's be creative, let's write, let's find what we think our sound is right now and do the absolute best we could possibly do right now and then see where that will take us and then the stay stay wild is our first official release gotcha beautiful nightmare is just kind of like the the rough cut kind of testing the waters type of deal yes okay okay uh so you know since you guys have been in this band and all that and and you know playing different shows everywhere what's been the craziest thing that's ever happened at one of your shows oh god um well (laughs) Man, I mean, there's like there's there's so many positives and there's so many negatives at the same time. Like, okay, um, the one moment I will never ever forget ever was very early on in Psycholand when we played this bar in Jersey called Dingbats, and Dingbats is the place that it's like the rock club in New Jersey. But like at 17, it was kind of like, okay, this is like a hole in the wall. It's actually kind of scary. Like I'm kind of scared right now, but like. I, like, push myself to do things. I, like, show up to Ding Bath in, like, this spiked bra and, like, you know, like, this, like, black dress and whatever. And literally the only people at the bar were, like, a bunch of Hell's Angels that, like, just pulled up on their motorcycles and, like, were, those were the only dudes at the bar. So I just won't forget that moment, standing on that stage, playing our show to only the Hell's Angels. So I was like, Jess, if you can do this, if you can play this show, you can play any show in the world. That was kind of like the show that just, just you know, changed my perspective a little bit on things. But, oh, but yeah. that was like early on. I, I yeah. could see how that could do that, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Did, did they enjoy the show? 
I, I think they enjoyed the show. I think one of them said, like, show me your tits, like, halfway through, and I'm like, <laughs> like, fuck off, like, who are you? <laughs> but, like, that's the stuff, that's, like, the real stuff that, like, really builds your character. It's like, if I never did that, then I wouldn't be able to handle, like, half the shit that goes on right now, so... <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what. Why don't we take a pause for another song? Uh, what are we gonna let okay. people hear this time? Uh, this one, "Suffer in Silence." All right, this is "Suffer in Silence." Hush now, settle down, shut your mouth. Though you're dying inside, to let it out. Don't you know it's too late? Words don't mean a thing anymore That voice inside your head Screaming, give up on it Go to bed Knows we can't rewind We've really crossed the line This time It's like Every day's the same Locked inside
That was Suffering Silence. Uh, Jess, what's the best place for people to find out uh, what's going on with the band and where people can keep up with the band? What's what's the URLs, the Twitter, whatever? Yeah, so we're on Facebook. That's where a lot of our most recent stuff comes out of. It's our Facebook.com slash Psyka Music, S-Y-K-A Music. Um, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at Psyka Official. And um, our YouTube channel, where you can find a couple of our official videos. The one is for Shock Me. Another one is uh, a Close My Eyes Forever by Ozzy and Leah Ford cover that we did. So that's at youtube.com slash TV. Cool, people. Now that you've got all the, uh, the URLs and all that, uh, after the interview's done, you're already probably on the computer or on your smartphone. It's connected to the computer or whatever. Get on over and check out the uh, the videos, uh, and that's what I want to talk to you about next. Uh, video for Shock Me, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was pretty cool. I, I liked the way that was uh, that was shot. Uh, where did the idea come for and, that and everything? Well, building off of the name Psyche, it it was something that I thought of from the very beginning. I was like, I want to be able to intertwine that world, this, this idea of of psycho and psycho and and all these words intertwine that with the actual world of, of psycho. So um, we we uh, were lucky enough to work with a really fantastic director that the Manhattan Center put us with, Bayer Baptiste. It was like us and our producer and our director Zayir, and we all sat in, we we basically sat in a room and told them our idea of building the psych ward. Exactly what is the psych ward? And um, next thing you know, he's coming in with, like, these crazy props, like the one that you see in the video with the sponge and, like, the metal rod through it. And we're like, wow, this is, like, next-level psych ward stuff. This is really incredible. So our, the director really was able to take our ideas and bring them to the next level and, um, a whole lot. Um, yeah, but that whole video was shot inside of the Manhattan Center, which was really cool, especially the live performance shots because we were right on the Hammerstein ballroom stage and we had a whole crew and everything, so that was really nice. And uh, then a lot of the other scenes were shot like in the nooks and crannies of the building and that and that building is so it's so interesting and it's so it has its own like kind of eerie vibe to it. At the same time it's like it's so beautiful. So we kinda played on a lot of the eerie vibes of the building and and uh of course, bringing in props like a gurney and stuff, we were able to develop the psych ward into something that was actually real. So It, it definitely looked incredible, and, and some of the props that we're using all that were a little scary. I was like, oh, what the hell's going to happen now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the sponge with the water yeah. and the thing, I'm like, oh, is this going to be electric shock now? Or, oh, you know, just seeing all that happen. So I, was, I, I, I thought it was great. Thanks, thanks. And, Appreciate that. And I also liked uh, the... the uh, the video and cover you guys did for um, Close Your Eyes Forever. 
And uh, tell people who, who was singing on that. I mean, I know it's in the credits, but... Yeah, um, we worked with Constantine Aroulis, and he, he's known for American Idol and Rock of Ages. And uh, it, that was like the beginning of everything. Close my eyes when we did that cover. Uh, we had just gotten access to the Log Cabin Studios, so I pitched the idea of doing this cover with Constantine because I was friends with Constantine. And um, Constantine was close with our now producer, Kareem Jesus Devlin. And Kareem played uh, with Gaga on her Born This Way album, on the entire International Monster Ball tour for a couple of years. So he was very, very tight with the whole Gaga crew. So when Constantine said he would like to bring Kareem into the mix when it came to uh, working working in, on the song together and whatever, I was like, yeah, this is incredible because I at the time I was uh, I, I was really into Gaga from Monster Ball that that tour. I was like in love with it and I knew of Kareem, so it was great to bring him into the mix. And then like from from after we did that song together with Kareem, he was like, what? Do you guys want to like write together? And I was like. Yeah, so we started writing together, and now, like, I just look back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe where we were then, relationship-wise, to where we are now, like, we're so tight with our producer, Kareem, and, like, we're working on some really, really creative, creative stuff now, so it's like we've, we've come such a long way from Close My Eyes, but, but Close My Eyes was, like, the initial, that was, like, the beginning of our relationship together. So. Working with him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely something that I encourage everybody to go check, check out. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, not only the way it sounded, but it, uh, also the video too. Um, what's the first record you ever bought? First record. Record, I've CD, ever... tape, which, which, whichever one you, whichever medium you were in, what was the first one you ever bought? Um, it's a judgment-free it's zone. So, so. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's so funny because, like, growing up, I listened to so much, so many of the classics, like, like Ozzy, like, a lot of, a whole lot of Sabbath growing up, like, a whole lot of 80s hair metal. And then I got... I really, I really should have an answer to this question because there's many more people are going to be asking me this question. And I like don't remember what the first record that I ever bought was. It's like ridiculous. But like I, when I was growing up though, it was like there were CD stores and like I, I don't really. It, it wasn't like a big moment, you know. It wasn't like a big moment the first record I ever bought, mm-hmm. which is like it's a strange thing because a lot of people from like from previous generations are like, oh, I know exactly it was this, but I f- it's like, it was like, it was different for me, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. I don't remember. It's okay. Once again, yeah. judgment-free zone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, where do you, where do you want Psyche to be in three years? Where do you think you guys will be? What I personally want is I want to be as I want to. I want to be inside of Madison Square Garden. I want to be in arena bands. I really. It's like. We have this whole idea. We have this whole vision of 
we're we're going. We know where we are right now, but we also really, really know where we want to go. And um, it's it's to become it's to it's to bring the rock and roll vibe, the truth in music, back to the world. That's what's really most important because. I was, it's funny. I was at my uh, I was at my friend Christian Benner's place. He's like a he's a fashion designer in New York, and he put on Livewire, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Imagine, imagine you wake up like tomorrow. You wake up and this just exists." And I was like, "Yeah, like I never I never experienced that. I never like I never had a moment. I know in the past people have had those moments where it's like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden it's like Livewire's out. It's like holy crap, this is amazing. But like recently, modern day stuff, it's like there's there's nothing like that really that has hit me hard. I mean, there are, there are a few things here and there, but nothing really that's hit me super, super hard. And so for me right now, it's all about just bringing the truth in music back to the world, the rock and roll vibe to the world. And, uh, and, and really in, in my mind, eventually, crossing over from where we are now to to being an actual arena band. So I see it. I see it. Well, I think they're all, they're, they're, that's very much an attainable goal from what I hear from your band. So I think it's just a matter of, uh, you know, doing what you're doing and keep persevering through. Um, you know, nothing, nothing beats, uh, yeah. nothing beats hard work. Never. Yeah. yeah. So, listen, before we wrap everything up here, uh, is there anything you want to say to your fans out there? Um, just got to stay wild. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, cool. Uh, well, listen, Jessica, I want to thank you for taking time to do the interview. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, really. Yeah. No, my, my pleasure, trust me. Uh, everybody out there, make sure you go check out Syka. That's S-Y-K-A, okay? And... Uh, you already, if you got to go back, go listen to the URLs, go there, check out the band, and above all else, uh, if they're going to be in your town, make sure you go see them play live too, because that's the best way to see a band play. And you get yeah. to meet the band and everything, and it's, you know, it's all good. Get a drink. Buy them a drink. Yeah. There you go, people. Buy the band a drink. Okay? Yeah. Never went wrong by buying, buying a band a drink. Trust me. Nope. Um, <laughs> all right. Until next time, everybody. This is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. My guest has been Psyka. Thank you, Jessica, very much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of Unclaimed Bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.